definitely head back over towards May Paris. Like, are you all right? She says, oh, I'm fine. Just a single blow. Nothing too serious. And then turn around to Ellie and like, what about you? Ow! <laughs> May Paris is like, oh, darling, do you need a little bit of healing? Probably. Ow! <laughs> she heads over to you. She's like, okay, hold still. Just a moment. Uh, and she is going to... She's got, like, she's got so many bonuses to healing. It's kind of right. hard to keep track of them. <laughs> like, she's got her staff, which gives a plus 1d6 to any healing spell. She's got Chirurgy, which allows her to add an amount of health equal to the dragon die times 3 plus cunning. Oh my god. What? She's a healer. This is what she does yeah, for wow. a living. Uh, so she is going to... She's going to spend 3 mana... And you roll 4d6 to get 4d6 health back. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so 4d6. <laughs> uh, you heal for 13 points of damage, Elian. Okie dokie. Not everything, but uh, good. You feel better. Yep. Yeah. She like pats your hair as she heals. He's like, it's okay. You're fine now. And she like pats you on the back. <laughs> Thank you. Leander is the first to say. Uh, what is that? Uh, and she, he is looking at Talgan and slightly above him. Talgan stares back at Leander in confusion and then looks up. So the archway that had, that was on the edge of the bridge, when Talgan ran over to protect Maveris, he got really close to that archway at the beginning of the bridge. Uh, and now that he has approached it, it has lit up with lyrium runes across the top. Oh. Which is not something that you had previously seen. Yeah, what is that? Talgan says, has that always been there? Did we? Talgan takes a couple steps back, and interestingly, the lyrium glow disappears. And then he takes huh. a couple steps forward, and it reappears. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Kind of looks like it might be you, buddy. It could just it could just be a, a dwarf thing, maybe. Maybe it lights up when a dwarf approaches. Blackwell Tom is like, eh, this is the Dunmoral Tig, my friend. I think it's you, Talgan. Well, what does it mean? What, like, what? He just says, it's just the Dunmoral house text again. The house words. Honor through ingenuity. That's all it says. And he, like, he takes a couple steps forward and backward over and over and like the lyrium flashes in and out. <laughs> Can we investigate it for magic-y stuff? I don't know. I don't know if she knows dwarf magic, but... I don't know. There is no dwarf magic, yeah. There is no dwarf magic. There are, however, dwarf enchantments. Yes, that's true. Enchantments, yeah. The dwarves are very good with enchantment, and if you would like to, you can roll an arcane lore to see if you recognize anything about this. Sure. Nope, you don't know. Yep. It's an enchantment. Right. Um, I think Mavarius will also... Nope, she doesn't oh, know no. it either. <laughs> oh no. Leander? Oh wow, Leander's got a plus six. There we go. Leander, who was the only one who rolled high enough on an arcane lore test... Uh, the ex-mage. He's not a mage anymore, but somehow he did a better job. Um, yep. Uh, he says, no, Talgan, this enchantment is designed specifically to react to someone in your bloodline. He says, I think this tower might have been the Dunmoral stronghold at one point. It's the only explanation that makes any sense. He um, heads across, he heads to the bridge and he, like, there is still like a six inch gap at the top of it. It's definitely jumpable. Like, you can easily step across it. Uh, but he, you know, tests the other side with his foot just in case, climbs over, and yep, nothing else falls crumbling into the abyss anymore. Thank mm. God. Uh, and he crosses the rest of the way and he says, come on, Talgan. And Talgan looks, uh, 
he looks hesitant. <laughs> he looks a little nervous, uh, but he does, you know, follow Leander across, stepping over the six inch gap. And as he walks across the bridge, these previously um, otherwise uh, difficult to notice runes light up Lyrian blue. Like each step further he takes across the bridge, the runes continue to light up as he passes. It's actually quite resplendent. Very beautiful. And as he finally gets to the other side of the bridge, uh, the massive double doors, the intricate rune work shines out through the front of these doors. And clearly, uh, it wants him to go inside, or at least you think it does. Like, it's definitely reacting to his presence. Leander looks back at the rest of you and he says, the rest of the bridge should be safe to cross. Elian's over in a flash. What, is Elian going first? <laughs> Probably, I guess. His boyfriend's on the other side now. Yeah, yeah Leander's yeah. like, let's go. And Le- <laughs> Elian's like, yeah, okay. Uh, Mayfarius falls in step beside you, Sabrina, as you head toward the bridge. And she says, that was a very impressive spell that you cast. I don't think it was really spell casting as much as... No, it was definitely a spell. It was mm. magic. I would recognize magic. I am a mage. Okay. Are you, sh- are you sure, though? Because I, d- I don't no, cast No, yes, spells. I'm very sure. It's a spell. It was a spell. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think it might have been not me, but... You know I'm possessed, right? He says, yes, it could have been justice working through you, but it was still a spell. It was. It was. From behind, I'm like, he's very stupid, May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, May Varys knows. She's got him clocked. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she says, are you feeling a little scared, overwhelmed by, by this knowledge that you cast a spell or had a spell cast through you? I, I mean, it was really cool, right? It was a very cool spell. I'm just mostly, I have to apologize to Lannan. She says, oh, why's that? I might have, I might have said some bad things about spellcasters. Present company excluded, of course. She says, "Mm, I was going to invite you to take this experience as an opportunity to perhaps empathize. After all, imagine how scary it must be for a six-year-old to go through something similar to what you just did. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I mean, very cool that they would also be, you know, really badass six-year-olds, but... I set my curtains on fire. Oh, that feels bad. Oh, don't worry. My mother put it out. (laughs) It didn't spread, but uh, it was quite violent. That sounds horrible. I'm very sorry. That's all right. In Tevinter, it's not as big of a deal, but most of the stories I hear about the Dalish is that they are responsible for many of the forest fires. And that's actually true. Uh, When your uh, second, actually, would have been your second, uh, presented as a mage, uh, she started a forest fire. That was how she found out she was a mage. And the clan had to flee in the middle of the night because she had a bad dream. (laughs) Oh, my lord. (laughs) I suppose, you know what, this explains a little bit why I'm so wary about magic, too. That's not great. It is, yeah, it's scary. It's scary to see it from the outside, but I think this is the first time, perhaps, that Sabre has been challenged to think about what it's like being a mage. Yes. Like, yeah, it's scary. You're scary on the outside, but it's terrifying from the inside. Yeah. Character growth. Oh, man. Ooh. Boring. I hate character growth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose I'd never thought of like that, like that, Mayveris. It's, well, it's been a trying day. There's a lot of revelations going on. She pats your back and she says, It's all right. It's fortunately not too late to make amends and to realize that you were wrong. 
Happens to the best of us. I don't know if I'd go that far, but thank you. I appreciate it. No, you it. were wrong. Oh, you were oh, wrong. Well, you know, it's, 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 you know, I wouldn't know if I'd say exactly that, but... <laughs> she says, I mean, if you really want to get into it, we can no, get into it. No, 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 it's fine. I just... <laughs> I just sort of walk across the bridge very quickly trying to get away. <laughs> <laughs> and May grins at you and Cassandra, and she's like, he's learning. <laughs> oh... Soon we'll get him to see the error of the ways of the Southern Circles. And she, like, pats you on the back. <laughs> uh, so Telgen had crossed at the behest of Leander, who was kind of like, come on, like, we gotta, we gotta find out what's wrong. And you get to this massive obelisk. And Telgen is studying the rune work uh, that is intricately laid across the door. And he says, well, I don't know anything about enchantment, and I'm not exactly 100% sure what I'm supposed to do now leander says try touching the door and telgan's like are we sure that's a great idea are like are we a hundred percent sure that won't just kill me i mean no but it seems unlikely leander says i'd go with about 85 to 90 percent sure it won't kill you telgan's like great thanks that's uh that's reassuring leander thank you <laughs> <laughs> not the one to turn to for comfort <laughs> Leander's like, I don't know what you were expecting, Talgan. <laughs> so Talgan looks back at the rest of you. So are you going to encourage him to uh, try to get inside to open this door? Because like I said, the stairs leading up to the top of this tower are on the outside. So theoretically, you could just take the stairs up and around. Nah, there's cool magic shit. Yeah, I no, like. I, I think he's <laughs> totally yeah, Cass is like, don't you want to find out more about your past? He says, I don't know. The past has never been relevant to me before. Maybe it will be now. Is that a good thing? I mean, every dwarf I've ever met is up their own ass about the past. Doesn't mean you have to be. He, uh, he sighs. He says, I guess. I mean, we're already here, right? I guess. And he slowly reaches out and he touches his hand uh, to the front of the door. And the lyrium immediately gets brighter. And there's this sort of rumble that comes up from the very base of the tower. Uh, and the like clouds of dust and small rocks are shaken loose uh, that go cascading, clicking, clacking down all the sides. Uh, and then, strangely, a voice is heard. Sister... I hope this enchantment survived. If you're hearing this, it has. It also means that I'm, I'm probably dead. I've sealed myself with a chamber lock. I'll find a way to kill this thing Father dug up if it kills me first, and I, it probably will. It probably will kill me first. You've got to evacuate them, sister. This is our time. The people here rely on us for protection. If we can evacuate them to Orzammar, then... And then suddenly... She is cut off by the sound of an explosion. It's the void with it! I have to go. I love you, sister. Ancestors protect you and guide you to be the paragon I always knew you could be. The lyrium in the door slowly fades, and the double doors swing open inwards into a dark chamber. What the fuck was that? Talgans is staring at it in confusion. He says, Dun House Dunmoral had a paragon? Out of character, remind me what a paragon was. Um, real cultural lore, Elian. Okay. This is a dwarven religion thing that uh, you may not know necessarily. Okay. 14, yeah, 14's good enough. Um, so 
The dwarven religion is worship of their ancestors, which you know, that's common knowledge. Um, the greatest of the dwarven ancestors, those who have uh, created some grand invention or some great piece of art or forwarded dwarven society in some significant way, uh, are voted in the assembly to be elevated to paragons. Paragons are considered living gods among the dwarves. Like, their contribution to society, their invention was so substantial that they are elevated to living godhood. There have only been a couple hundred paragons uh, in all of dwarven history, at least the ones that can be remembered in the memories. So finding out that House Dunmoral had a paragon is pretty substantial. That's huge, actually. He says, I never knew. Mother certainly never said anything about it. I'm sure she would have told me if she knew, but maybe she didn't know. Maybe. How How could that, how could they not know about that? He says, well, I mean, normally all the paragons are recorded in the memories. He says, and I don't know why this one wouldn't be. I know, because I mean, presumably it wouldn't have been removed until after kind of grimaces at the phrasing because that's awkward there's no better way to put it leander says is it just me or did that message imply that there was something locked inside this building yeah there was a mention of something that was dug up too don't like that why is this place so creepy because it's the deep roads Leander says, it's not even that it's the Deep Roads. Orzammar was beautiful and resplendent. I'm sure Dunmoral Tide was at one point, too. But it's been abandoned since. And he cas- he looks around, he says, by a rough estimation, perhaps since the Third Blight, centuries ago. Any place that's been empty and dead for centuries is bound to be unsettling. Are you trying to say it's haunted, Leander? <laughs> He says, if some great tragedy struck here, I have no doubt that the veil was significantly weakened. Perhaps it may still be. Spirits and demons could have passed through at any point. That's knowledge I could have done without. Thanks. He says, better to be prepared. I just sort of like smack Elliot. I'm like, it's okay. You've got mages with you. (laughs) Does that mean we have to go inside the haunted building? Talgus says, no, it doesn't mean that. We could just take the stairs up here. He points to, like, the outer <laughs> stairs. We could just go that way, couldn't we? We could go that way. That's a good point. I think that Talgus has got a really good point right now. <laughs> Nobody here but us chickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, there are these two massive double doors that are open into this dark chasm that opened at Talgan's touch. But yeah, you can also just take the outside stairs. That's fine. You can go around back. That's cool. <laughs> I like that approach. It just, it's up, it's out in the open. It's just a breath of fresh air. And I just, I think that's the way that we should be playing this, you know? But Talgan, don't you want to know why nobody knew about the Paragon in your house? He's like, there's a lot of conflict going on in Telgen's face right now. Like, clearly the answer is kind of, yeah. Like, he's he's curious. Like, as much as he tries to separate himself from his dwarven legacy, he is still a dwarf. His family is still ancient. There's a lot of history that clearly has just been forgotten. And it's a war with himself. Like, on the one hand, he wants to know his family history. On the other hand, he thought he 
separated himself from this when he was driven out of Orzammar with his mother. He kind of looks helplessly at the rest of the group, like he's genuinely not sure what to do. And character choice comes up, you know, like, this would be one of those things, like the still screens in Inquisition, where you've got those two options, one on the left, one on the right. Do you want to go inside or take the stairs uh, around out? Uh, I am a coward, like Yariel. (laughs) Yariel's not a coward, but I personally am. So... (laughs) Yariel doesn't like dark enclosed spaces with weird curses, so... I feel like it's very funny. Like, me as a person, I'd be like, fuck no. I hate things that are haunted and I hate horror. But Cass is like, magic shit and, like, learning about yourself. Let's go in. (laughs) Cass is very, go forward. The door's open for you. So, I mean, bleh. Oh, God. What about you, Elian? It sounds like you're the deciding vote. Fuck. (laughs) I really don't like any of this. Because, like... We've already established by his nature that he's curious, but also he's, you know, not dealing with this place very well. And also there is the uh, point where you said you'd bring back something impressive and magical or something from the Dunmore right. Tag. Yeah. Yeah, that is Seems true. like that's a good place to find something magical, probably. We could find something magical on the roof. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. As much as I don't want to... I think it seems the most likely place to find what we're looking for here. Talgan, um, he looks into the darkness of the double doors, looks back at the rest of you, and he sighs and he says, I mean, all right, I guess. And he, uh, he heads inside. This is a bad idea. I say to Elian and Cassandra as we go in. It's a terrible idea, I know, but... What other option do we have? So many other options. So you head inside. The doors don't slam shut behind you or anything <laughs> ominous like right. that. Nothing's creepy. Yeah. Uh, when your eyes adjust to the darkness inside, um, it does take a little while because it is quite dark. Um, you eventually see a high ceiling and more notably a spiral staircase going straight down. Hmm. As Talgan uh, steps toward the edge, uh, the staircase lights up all of a sudden straight down the spiral with bright blue runes uh, that give you some light to guide your way. He says, Maker's balls! How deep does this thing go? I look over the edge with him. (laughs) It's pretty fucking far. You think you can see the ground, but that's a big maybe. (laughs) If you have a fear of heights, this is a bad time for you. Yeah, Elian's gonna be a wall hugger in this situation. Leander sort of eyes you, Elian, as you sort of look back against the wall. He says, do you have acrophobia, Elian? Maybe. Is that a yes? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes, okay. He stares at you in silence for like a a full minute and then says, would holding my hand help? (laughs) It's almost more cruel because it's so neutral. Like, you'd expect it to be sarcastic or something, but he's a tranquil, so he just says it completely neutrally. Oh, yeah, Elian has no shame. He's definitely going to take him up on that offer. <laughs> Talgan um, takes, takes the first step down, uh, and the step lights up underneath his foot, fr- flashing briefly bright blue. Uh, and each step, in turn, uh, lights up as he descends slowly. And y'all, it's a long long staircase down Mm. it only gets colder and darker 
And uh, how's everyone feeling? Just quick, let's check in with everyone. How's everyone feeling? I think this is a bad idea and that we shouldn't do it. So, not good. (laughs) (laughs) The deeper you get, the inlays of lyrium uh, get a little more intricate. Like, it had start not on the steps, but on the walls. It starts out uh, in a, like a subtle swirling pattern, but as you get deeper and deeper, um, pictures are carved uh, with the lyrium. And you can see great motifs of hundreds and hundreds of dwarves all digging in a downward direction. One of them uh, is wearing a very tall crown that is blazing with light that looks like a... Something like perhaps a paragon might wear, right? (laughs) Holding a strange orb in one hand. uh, And there is a large, you can't quite tell what it is. Like they're sort of abstract shapes. It's like a large sort of hoop shape, but you're not 100% sure what it's meant to to, uh, to symbolize. And the further down you get, um, you don't even realize it until suddenly telling us, huh? And the as soon as his foot hits down on something that's not stone, he hits like soft loam. The ground lights up underneath his foot and spreads out, and these veins of blue lyrium all light up along the walls in this massive cavern uh, that is at the edge of an underground lake. And it's dark and it's haunting, but honestly, it's sort of beautiful. The way the lyrium reflects off this constantly shifting uh, surface of the lake is mystifying and beautiful. And there are a couple things that grab your attention. And the very center of this long spiral staircase drop, like right in the center of that spiral staircase on the ground in the loam, is a pedestal uh, with a very strange, it's like a it's like a polyhedral shaped crystal. It's like, you can't even tell how many faces it has. Like, at a guess, you'd think it maybe be like an, like an isodecahedron, like 20 plus sides. But you're, you can't count them all. It is glimmering, uh, and if you had to guess, it was probably some sort of magical. You can roll it a Cunning arcane lore on it in a second. Yeah. But, uh, and you're all staring at that for a second. And when you next look around, it is directly opposite at the edge of this lake, an alluvian. Uh Oh, what? Uh Aha! Mavera says, what in the, how, what? Okay, even I know that's weird. How how could that possibly be down here? Alluvians are elven artifacts. What? I don't know. Did they maybe try to explore down here or something? I. Leander says the dwarves are known for digging deep, but what would an alluvian be doing this far underground? I definitely like look at Yario. Like, have you ever heard of dwarves? I barely alluvian. I, d- I d- barely <laughs> even knew what an alluvian was. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i forgot you can't read i just sort of gesture to my spear this is what i'm good at so you've got these two magical artifacts uh who wants to look at what oh boy <laughs> and the room does seem safe like unless like there could be something in the water but that's really the only place something could hide because there's no like you know secret little crevices or like caves that like a dark spawn or whatever could hide in it's it's really flat straight uh, dirt and stone walls. Based on our campaign, probably the Illuvian is the thing we need to look at. <laughs> yeah. Can we bring that home with us? Uh, you can go investigate if you want to see if it can be picked up. It, like, just like based on just the size of the Illuvian, it's like 12 feet tall, so 
Like, theoretically, <laughs> but it's a 12-foot-tall mirror <laughs> that we would then have to carry out of a cave. I just look at him like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I shake my head solemnly. Of course not. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Andrew um, says, it's 12 feet tall and must weigh at least 300 pounds. Do you want to carry it? I was thinking Telgan <laughs> would carry it, but... Uh... <laughs> Telgan says, I am much stronger than him. <laughs> Yeah. I I look cranky, but he's right. <laughs> I feel like we need to go investigate the Alluvian, although it probably should be a magic person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Elian's totally out of his depth. Kaz is definitely very pro for investigating that first, and then... Okay, uh, so Cass, you approach this Alluvian, and uh, it it looks like a functional Alluvian. Uh, like oh the surface of it ripples in that very distinctive way. Uh, but you do know from experience that most, if not all, Alluvians need some sort of password. Uh, the one that you use to get between uh, Tevinter and Kirkwall, like the password is Fenharel, but like, what are the odds that it's going to be the same fucking password? Like, right, Fennin exactly. chose that because he couldn't get over his ex. Like, it's very specific. It's, yeah, right. Very, very specific. But yeah, when I see it ripple, I'm like, well, it goes somewhere. <laughs> it's on. Now, how do you unplug it? No, just kidding. <laughs> Turn it off and on again. Reset factory reset the illusion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you have to get a little like a like a paper clip and like poke it. Any ideas for passwords? Do we even want to go in? <laughs> Mayveris uh, comes up beside you and she says, Well, from how I heard Lennon explain it, it's not even necessarily a passphrase. Like Lennon chose a passphrase because he needed non-mages to be able to pass through, but it was oftentimes in the ancient Elvenon, uh a spell or a particular incantation or even just knowledge of a certain fact. <laughs> I kind of like turn around and look at Talgan like, maybe you're the key. Talgan says, this thing was made in ancient Arlathon. You think I know how to do with it? <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen if I threw you in it, okay? He says, 20 sovereigns. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I will try to go through it if you give me 20 sovereigns. Do it. <laughs> like, now I'm like, you know what? Now that we're betting. She's like, uh, it was mostly a joke. I don't actually want you to go through. It's okay. It's like, so you're not going to pay me 20 sovereigns is what you're saying. All right. I just like, look, like, look at Yariel and Elliot and like, Telkins is like, 20 fucking sovereigns. I'm not going to do it unless you pay up. I'll give you 20 sovereigns. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is, elf. Uh, I think I have. Is that money I have? Do I have that kind of money? <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah, we have money. Excellent. You have no, 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 no. Specifically, what you have is access to a vault. And like oh, when you're right. when you're trying to pay for stuff with vendors, like yeah, it's fine. Like they'll know how to get to withdraw however much sovereigns from the bank of Minrathis with this vault key. But like you don't just have loose sovereigns on you. You don't just have money. You're going right. into the deep roads. Why would you need money? Yeah, that's fair. Right, exactly. Just one I thing like to weigh you down. I think I'm just patting yep. my pockets frantically, and I'm like, "What about if I pay you when we get back?" <laughs> Duck is like, mm, "Sounds like someone's trying to wiggle their way out of the fucking giving me twenty sovereigns." Is what I. Hear. <laughs> I didn't bring money into the deep roads. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, elf. <laughs> All right, so we don't have to throw it or go through it. He says, all right, I'll tell you what. You can pay me later if you also agree to do my guard duty in Minrathis for a week. That sounds unpleasant. Do you want me to go through this thing or not? Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> go 
terrible idea. He says, all right. Uh, and he hesitantly approaches the Alluvian. Like, Talkin's gone through the Alluvian back in Minrathis. Because, you know, he had he went through to check on people that are staying in, uh, in Kirkwall. So he knows how it works. He hesitantly heads up to it. He presses his hand against it. Uh, it ripples, but it resists him. Like, his hand mm. presses flat up against it, he says. All right, well, you still owe me 20 sovereigns. So... <laughs> Wait, do I owe him Fair 20 enough. sovereigns, or do I also owe him... No, you owe him 20 sovereigns and the guard duty. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Very particular. Talgan says, oh, okay. So, there is a clearly a password that it is required. But, uh, I don't know fucking what that is, do we? Maybe. You said that, like, as we were going down, there are, like, lyrium pictures, right? Yes, there were some motifs carved in lyrium along the walls. Cass might suggest, like, maybe we should look at those for clues. Talgan's like, oh, man, pass. <laughs> that sounds boring. That sounds like archaeology. The only other option is grab the thing on the pedestal, which I feel like is a trap. Well, you can investigate that, too. Yeah, that's true. We should do that. Maybe a mage. Maybe not okay, the yeah. dumbasses. Maybe not the yeah. ones who bet 20 sovereigns. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, you step away from the Alluvian for now, and you all head back to this strange multifaceted crystal sitting on a large stone pedestal. Uh, and anyone who cares to can make an arcane lore check. It's like, you know what they teach you in the, under the cune? Point and then explode. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, let's have um, Mayveris and uh, Leander look as well. Nope. Leander, let's see. Oh. Uh, so you all crowd around this gem, and it doesn't do anything horrible. Like, it doesn't, you know, glow blue when Talgut approaches or anything like that. Um, it just sort of sits there, very inert. Uh, Leander bends down uh, and studies it. He says, from what I'm able to tell, this is some sort of containment apparatus. Containing what? Nothing at the moment. For now, it seems to be empty. It was designed to hold some sort of energy, or perhaps a, a spirit or a demon, to contain it. Something pretty powerful, if I had to guess. Ah. But like I said, for now, there's nothing inside it. Hmm. It is, however, very impressive. I've never seen craftsmanship quite like this before. Shit. This is potentially something we could use to help your goddamn brother. There we go. Oh, <laughs> there we <yeah>! go. <laughs> Please tell me you'd say that in character because that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say brother. goddamn brother though because, like, I actually like Ren. <laughs> exactly. So how do you say that? If it's empty, so far as I can tell, do we think maybe we could use this on the? Demon inside Ren? Leander is silent, and then he says, You know, that might be possible. I, like, swivel, and I'm just, like, staring at you, like, Wait. <laughs> Wait, do we think that's a possibility? Leander says, This is lyrium-tempered glass, so far as I can tell. You can hear the resonance if you listen closely. He says, It would take something as strong as this to contain something as powerful as an archdemon. 
if there is anything in the world that could have a potential of containing it, it very well might be something along this lines. He reaches out and, like, just experimentally, he taps it, and, you know, nothing happens. It doesn't explode or anything. It's just, <laughs> like, like you said, there's nothing inside it. It is inert at the moment. This could... This could change... This could change everything. Mavera says, we do still have that, uh... Or at least, we know... We, we still have that ritual, right? The one that, uh, Olivier left behind when he fled. The one that can separate a spirit from a soul. Theoretically, if we apply that to Ren and direct the Archdemon into this, she says, yes, that's, uh-huh. I mean, it sounds reasonable. Like, she looks at the other mage, Cassandra, like, right? Like, yeah. this sounds reasonable. Yes, it does sound reasonable. I agree. I'm just always worried about everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, me too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that's a big mood, Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, the past couple of rituals have not gone so great. So. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but what other options have we found thus far? Yeah, I don't feel like we have any other choice. We have to try. Talgan says it might also be a good artifact to bring up to King Balin to appease him. Exactly. He hesitantly reaches out and like he's like he's because everything he's touched so far has like glowed with lyrium or something. <laughs> so he like hesitantly reaches out and like very quickly is like tap. And then nothing happens. Then he like taps a little longer and nothing happens. He's like, okay. And then he like picks it up. (laughs) (laughs) It is about the size of like a soccer ball, maybe. Uh, It's pretty substantial. Uh, And when you hold it up to your head, as Leander noticed, uh, it does sort of hum with lyrium. So yes, even though it is mostly clear, uh, there is still that uh, slight bluish tint to it that indicates it's been tempered with lyrium. Out of character. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And Talgan says, the real question is, what was it doing down here? What was it supposed to hold? He looks back at the Alluvian. Exactly. That's the thing that's worrying me. The message, the explosion. What did they dig up? What happened here? <laughs> I would like... No, I'm going to have everyone do it. I'm going to have everyone roll cultural lore. And it has to be a really, really high lore. Because if you, like, this has to be a stroke of genius. And if someone manages, I'm going to set the DC at 18. If someone gets an 18 or higher, I will have them connect the dots. But it's gonna, it's got to be, like, a like seriously amazing. Do I have to roll? Because I have a minus one, so it's literally not possible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. Six plus six uh, is eighteen minus one. So yep. You you literally cannot get yep. it. Cold. Okay, yeah. yeah I was no. like, I only have plus one for um, but I'll try it's, anyway. It's possible. It's unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Nope, nope. Uh, let's try Mayveris. Her cultural lore is only two, so it's unlikely. Nope. Oh. Let's try Talgan. His cultural lore is still one. <laughs> Nope. Just getting lower and lower. Leander, cultural lore is plus four. He's very smart. Yeah, he's done a lot so far. He's been doing good. <gasps> hey! Hey! Holy shit, what? He's rolling really well. I just scared the cat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Um. Wow. So Leander spends a while staring at this crystal as Talgan holds it in both hands. He stares at the crystal, then he looks back at the Illuvian. And then back at the crystal, and he says, In the chant of light, he says, looking at you, Elian, the only other Andrasian <laughs> here, in 
the chant of light. It is said that the maker struck down the old gods of Tevinter deep into the earth, where they were corrupted and became archdemons. We know for a fact that the archdemons are the elven gods. Is it possible that they were also struck down into the earth? Is it possible? Th and he looks back at the alluvian, like the wheels are really turning in his head. He says, this place fell during the third blight, Talgan, he said. Talgan says, oh, I don't really remember the family history that well, but I think, that's, I think that's what she said. Yeah, during the third blight. He says, is it possible that this was the, the origin of the third blight? Perhaps that alluvian used to contain an archdemon? That could explain God. why this place was evacuated in a hurry. Oh, it could. Yeah. And then you hear a very strange voice say, Excellent work, Leander. Ah! Oh no. Oh no. Stepping out of the Alluvian is a familiar bald elf Fuck. with his hands clasped behind his back. Hey, friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Crit Fail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfc channel, or wherever you get your podcasts.